This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Brazil's safrina corn crop appears to be doing well, but like soybeans, Brazil's corn production is offsetting Argentine losses. The Argentine drought is literally unprecedented. South American corn and soybean production as a whole is not as large as many perceive it to be. The Argentine losses appear to be much worse than current USDA forecast and should be adjusted lower in next Friday's WASDE report. The trade is also looking for USDA to make various adjustments for demand in balance sheets Friday, but a lot of that has been dialed into the market. The U.S. dollar has weakened along with prices, which should generate a recovery in export interest after harvest in South America. Getting corn out of Ukraine is literally like running a gauntlet in a war zone. Ukraine's military offensive will take precedent over everything else, including trying to plant another crop. It is actually Ukraine corn more than wheat that the world needs if and when the corridor goes away. Ironically, the U.S. corn crop is still much needed and world export channels should want some by fall. The market is anticipating global supply tightness will be alleviated by the U.S. crop, with end users willing to wait for it. So far, the CBOT market bear is premised on anticipation rather than realization. The wheat markets have fallen like an anchor, pulling the boat under with it. We sold the rallies given us, and the next has come from fund short covering. There's been a lot of bearish news out there, with bullish news consistently being ignored. Until the wheat market responds to bullish news, it is not bullish. Remember, the worst news comes at the bottom. What we need instead is a selling exhaustion where the market fails to respond to negative news and rallies on bearish news. We are always on the lookout. While the soybean markets perform better than corn or wheat, it is hard to fly like an eagle when in a flock of turkeys. The general commodity market trend has become very choosy about adding risk on. The cash soybean market is held up compared to corn, but did not add to gains this spring to be able to compensate for the cost of carry. The poor Argentine soybean crop held the soybean market up this season, but will not do so again. If the La Nina transitions to El Nino as expected, the biggest change in global soybean production next season will come from a recovery in Argentine production. If Brazil duplicates this year's record production next year, along with a recovery in Argentine production, we would not like to have a lot of soybeans left to sell when that happens. Until U.S. new crop reaches the market next fall, stocks will remain tight. Even then, the U.S. soybean crop alone is not likely to alleviate snug supplies. South American soybean production next season could be like seeing a tsunami coming at us. The increase in demand for U.S. soy oil-related biofuel production, expanding our soybean crush market, should sustain the market a while longer. Hopefully, the run on U.S. bank stocks is near to running its course. One difference between this banking challenge and the previous ones is that the bank loan portfolios are by and large healthy. There are exceptions, however. There are a few banks with very large commercial loan portfolios. Commercial loans have been considered to be golden, not a source of credit risk. Then the pandemic cleaned out downtown urban offices and suddenly for the first time in lenders' experience, they have empty buildings so are not producing the needed servicing mortgages. There are bad loans in this category. Banks that have specialized in these commercial loan portfolios now have their own set of risk. The sharks are circling them too. All this turmoil is causing bankers to tighten credit standards. Money is not easy anymore. 
This will contribute to a slowing of the economy. The Fed actually sees this as a curb on inflation. There was more ambiguity in Chairman Powell's comments about a pause in raising interest rates than the market expected. There's almost an irony here that agriculture, other than seeing rate surge, is not part of the banking problem this time. At least not yet. Farm-related loans are probably the best ones that bankers have, and ag banks have been generally lightly touched by the new factors that caused this disruption. I shirk from describing it as a crisis because steps were taken to nip that in the bud. The economy is slowing, and we are heading toward leaner times. Treasury Secretary Yellen says that the federal government will run out of borrowing capacity as soon as June 1st. The government wastes too much money, but if looking to inflate Treasury spending even more, creating a risk for investing in government securities, which in turn would inflate the cost of servicing the $31 trillion federal debt, would make it a man-made financial crisis. I do not think that we want to test this. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.